This podcast was created for women who want to grow their confidence and make themselves a priority so they can get their life back. I'm Janelle and this is the Girls Get Confident podcast. Welcome to the show. Hey beautiful lady and welcome to episode 30 of the Girls Get Confident podcast. Over the past few weeks, uh, about two weekends ago, I went to a two-day live conference in Auckland. It was for coaches all about NLP. Now if you don't know what NLP is, don't worry, it's quite a fancy word. It means Neuro Linguistic Programming and what that is, is a psychological approach that involves analyzing strategies that have been used by successful individuals and what it does is it applies them to reach a goal. It's a lot to do with your subconscious mind. Um, Quite often when we create a goal we create this from our conscious mind and we'll start working on it but what we haven't done is taken the time to uh, activate or to reprogram our subconscious mind which means we can self-sabotage quite a lot. Not ideal. So I'm really excited to get into this episode and to talk to you more about it. There are a hundred or so techniques when it comes to using NLP that can change your life. And while I was at this conference a few weekends ago, I was learning a lot about communication and also limiting beliefs plus some tools that we can use to improve these two things in your day-to-day life. And honestly, it was so fascinating. We're two weeks on now and I just can't stop thinking about it, which is awesome. So it's got me really aware of the likes of self-sabotage and limiting beliefs. If you want to learn more about self-sabotage, head back to episode 13 because I've already done an awesome episode on this before. So today I really wanted to focus in and talk to you more about one limiting belief in particular because there's one that I've noticed a lot of people have this limiting belief and it is holding them back majorly right Uh, even at the event that I was at on the weekend a lot of the group shares all were relating to this one in particular limiting belief but first off before we dive deeper into that like what is a limiting belief Well, I'm so glad that you asked. A limiting belief is a state of mind, right? It's a belief about yourself that restricts you in some way. They can also keep you in a really negative state of mind, which hinders you from new opportunities and life experiences, but it at the same time, wreaks havoc on your mental health. So you know how if you have something happens, you create this belief that, um, you know, you're not good at something. And that then sends you into this wormhole of not being good at that thing. And it really isn't good for your mental health. So what are some limiting beliefs that are quite common out there that people, um, possibly you, possibly me that we have ourselves. So what about the one I don't have enough time? This limiting belief of I don't have enough time can manifest itself in so many ways by thinking that you don't have enough time to invest in yourself. The limiting belief I'm not smart enough. What could that look like? You know what I'm actually not smart enough to be the manager at my work. 
I don't, you know, uh, next one, I don't know enough. I don't know enough to be able to teach others, to be able to train people in my team, to be able to hand knowledge down, um, that kind of thing. Another one is I'll never be successful. Can you see how as I'm sharing these limiting beliefs, the aftermath of that is pretty it's pretty down and pretty negative and we don't need that in our life so for the I'll never be successful that then turns into us not even trying because if we already have this belief that we're not going to be successful why would we even try one that I hear all the time I don't have enough money well how sad is that if you're putting out there that you don't have enough money You're always going to be thinking that you don't have enough money, possibly enough money to enjoy your life. I'm not talented enough. This can play out in so many different ways. I'm not talented enough to have the career I want. I'm not talented enough to get a raise or to get a promotion There are so many ways that limiting beliefs play out in our lives. While I was researching on this episode, there are three main limiting beliefs that impact our lives on a daily basis. They are, I am not pretty or thin enough. I am too old or I am too young. And last but not least... I am not good enough. Even just hearing those out loud makes you think about how damaging those thoughts and beliefs are, right? So if limiting beliefs aren't serving us and they hinder us from moving forward in life, then why the heck do we have them in the first place? Like what are they up to and can't they just go away? Well, Usually, limiting beliefs are there for the same or similar reasons. They are there and ingrained inside of us to protect us, to protect us from struggle, to protect us from failure, from hurt and from pain. So we hold on to these limiting beliefs because they make us feel safe. They can also make us feel special and self-righteous and that we deserve special attention. How crazy is that? So I find it really interesting that one of the most common limiting beliefs is I'm not pretty or I'm not thin enough. And how can this play out in your life? This can play out in your life by seeing a job that you really, really want And not applying for it because without taking any of your other skills into the the thought about this job, all you think of is, you know what, actually I'm I'm not I'm not pretty enough to get that job or yeah, I'm not I'm not thin enough to um, be in a relationship with that person. How insane is that? And then also when I think about the limiting belief of either I'm too old or I'm too young, 
even I in my own life today, and I'm 28, I have had this thought so many times on both sides. I remember being in my early 20s when I first started my coaching practice, first started my own side business. I really wanted to work with males. And I really wanted to help them. I really wanted to help males who had been un, or you know, felt as though they had been under the thumb from the significant other in their life and that they couldn't be a man anymore. I really wanted to help them to empower themselves up. But you know what? I had this limiting belief that, hey, I'm I'm too young to do that and um I, I don't I don't know enough to be able to help um middle aged men. Well, you know what? That's BS. But that is the belief that I had. And another one which is so common is the I'm too old. We tell ourselves that we're too old to change careers. We tell ourselves that we're too old to find the one. We tell ourselves that we're too old to go for those dreams that we've always had. I literally was talking to my Nana the other day and she turned 80 this year and she told me that she always wanted to be a nurse. And the reason why this came up is because my little sister, who is 25 or 26, I actually can't recall, we're two years different, so let's say she's 26 now. (laughs) Um, So my little sister who's 26 has decided she wants to go and study to become a nurse. And we were having that conversation and my Nana was saying how proud she is of my sister for going after that dream and not feeling like she's too old, you know. And my Nana in her 80s always wanted to be a nurse. But no doubt as she got older throughout her life, maybe once her kids had grown up and she had less dependence on her, that could have been the limiting belief that stopped her from even trying, So these are all really interesting things to think about, right? And with that, the limiting belief that I really want to focus on today, like I said earlier, it's one that I hear a lot. I hear it in conversations um, with people in women's circles. I hear it with one-on-one clients. I hear it when I do group coaching, when I go to events, anytime actually I'm having personal conversations one-on-one with people. It comes up in some way, shape or form. What's interesting is a lot of us don't realize that this is actually a root cause limiting belief. So when I said to you earlier, some of those limiting beliefs of I don't have enough time, I'm not smart enough, I don't know enough, Deep down, underneath those surface level limiting beliefs, there is a big one. And that is the belief that I am not good enough. Somehow, something happened in our lives, maybe once, maybe multiple times, that gave us this deep-rooted belief that we are not good enough. Now, this is stuck in our subconscious mind, deep, 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 deep down there. But through NLP, the training that I went to Auckland for to add to my coaching practice, you can literally rewrite this pattern, this belief inside your mind, and you can overcome it. So if this is resonating with you at all, make sure you stay to the end because I have the perfect opportunity for you that can really, really help you.
So what is this term? I am not good enough. Have you ever thought about yourself? Or have you ever heard anybody else say that out loud? Say that they're not good enough. Maybe not. Because it is so common. It is a it is a common thread that a lot of us human beings feel deep down that we are not good enough in some way, shape or form. But we barely actually say it out loud. Because maybe it makes us feel weak. It makes us feel small. Or silly at even the thought of not being good enough. Because we consciously know that we're enough. Of course we are. We have to be. We're here on this earth. We've got to be enough. But deep down, like I said, deep, deep, deep down in that subconscious, we don't believe it. The thought that we believe to be true is the one that's telling us and affirming for us that we're not good enough. So can you just imagine how many people in the world aren't going after their dreams? Maybe this is you because they don't believe they're good enough. This happened to me. This limiting belief literally held me captive for years. It stopped me from starting this podcast for four years. It stopped me from leaving crappy relationships. And it delayed me quitting a career that was literally sucking the life out of me. I hated it so much. A fun fact for you though, is that when I went to Europe in 2018, I was walking the streets with my friend who I was traveling with. We were in Florence. We just had this most beautiful lunch and we were walking around. We walked past this tattoo store and for the most part, it was just like any other tattoo store, you know, whatever. They do tattoos there. But they had these most beautiful photos of Māori tattoos and tamoko in their window. And my friend and I thought, what the heck? We're in Florence and those are Kiwi tattoos. So we walked in and we talked to the owner and one of his staff. And we told them that we were from New Zealand and we stayed there and talked for ages and while we were in there, I really wanted, uh, I don't even know what it was, but it just, this desire came over me to get a tattoo. And up until that point, I didn't have anything in mind that I wanted. But right then and right there in that tattoo store in Florence, I knew the tattoo that I wanted to get. And I now have that tattoo on my foot. It's an Italian. I love having, I love scripture. So I've got like seven tattoos and I think I have two that are um, pictures or designs you could say and the rest are all just words or, you know, affirmations in some way. So the tattoo that I got in Italian on my foot is the word Abastanza. And Abastanza in English means enough. This tattoo is a reminder to me and an affirmation that I am enough. And at that time in my life, my mind and my self-sabotaging traits seriously had control of me. I was being held so tight 
by those voices in my head telling me that I wasn't good enough. So this tattoo was a start of me taking a stand and realizing, you know what, I am enough. It wasn't um, the work of fully reprogramming it on that subconscious level, but it was a, it was a lot more conscious and I was working on that subconscious stuff. Because I've been telling myself that I wasn't good enough to start my own business. I wasn't good enough to travel the world or to buy my first property, to be in a mutually respectful, loving relationship. And for a long time, I believed all of those things. So after I got this tattoo, that is when I started to break free from the captivity of my own mind and limiting beliefs. So... Where do these limiting beliefs come from? Where does this belief of I am not good enough come from? Well, it's all about the perception that you have of yourself. And it is based on your past experiences. So can you imagine when you were younger and there is something that is lacking in your childhood family dynamic. There are studies that literally show that children mimic everything from their parents, such as the ability to regulate emotions right through to their parents' beliefs about things such as money, such as themselves. If your parent doesn't believe they are worthy, of course that's going to be shown and you're going to mimic that, aren't you? Now, I've worked with people who didn't believe they were good enough because they didn't receive any positive reinforcement as a child. So when they were young and they did good things, they didn't get recognized or acknowledged for it, which can lead to a whole host of things like people pleasing for one and gosh, probably all the stuff that I did in my teenage years and early 20s is crazy. But it also creates that belief that we are not enough. It can also come from patterns in your experiences, which over time are telling your brain that something is true. So you know how I told you, and I feel like I talk about this in every episode, your brain is always trying to prove you right. So if you have some little niggle that you're not good enough, And then you fail a test in class. You don't get in the sports team that you wanted to. And you don't get that job that you really, really wanted. You start to believe that you're not good enough. This forms that limiting belief. And can you imagine that some people go through their whole lives with these limiting beliefs? They don't know One, that they even have them. And two, how to break free of them. So I thought that I would share with you today a few ways in which you can begin to break free from these limiting beliefs. This is a journey. This is a process. This list isn't going to completely solve them. And it's definitely not going to get you into that deep subconscious level of your mind where the real work matters. Okay, this is more of the conscious stuff, but this stuff is still important to do. So how can you break free from those limiting beliefs? Well, you can know that your mind can trick you. Now, we know that I've talked about this in this episode already. Your brain just wants to keep you safe. So in your brain keeping you safe, it is tricking you, okay? Another thing is that we as humans 
have some natural biases. And this is really important because this is what makes us different from other people. You know, we've all got our own biases, whether they're positive or negative. So we know that our mind can trick us and that anything we tell ourselves, our brain sets out on a mission to prove it to be true. So you need to be conscious of what it is that you're telling yourself because you'll begin to believe it more and more. So instead of telling yourself that affirmation of I'm not good enough, when you don't get the job or you don't get on the sports team that you want to, you can tell yourself the positive affirmation that you didn't get that because you're creating space for something better. That's just one option for turning something into a more positive framework. Another thing to keep note of is our negative bias. So when we think negative things, we tell ourselves them, right? They hold a lot more weight in our minds than positive. And this is really rude. Why does this even happen? Okay, it's kind of annoying that when we tell ourselves something negative, it is weighing us down more than if we told ourselves something positive. So if you tell yourself one negative thing, you might then have to tell yourself five positive things or extremely positive things just to be able to outweigh that negative. Our brain is wired towards that negative bias. Another thing to be aware of when we are trying to um, break free from our limiting beliefs, specifically the limiting belief that you're not good enough, is when it comes to imposter syndrome. And I've talked about this on a previous episode before. Imposter syndrome is helping you to believe that you are personally responsible for your failures. They are your own fault. It is all on you. But imposter syndrome also tells you that your successes are just a result of luck. And you were carried by other people and it had nothing to do with you at all. So the result of that is that strong belief, again, that you are not good enough. So be aware of your imposter syndrome. We don't want it affirming for you that you're not good enough, okay? Just know with this one that you're not personally responsible for things in your life, whether um, they, you know, go bad, whether it's something that you did or didn't do. It doesn't have to be, you know, solely on your own shoulders. It's not worth the mental turmoil. And another point on this whole know that your mind can trick you is the Dunning-Kruger effect. I love the Dunning-Kruger effect. If you've never heard about it before, feel free to Google it. But one of the um, aspects of it is that the more knowledgeable you are about something, the more you realize you actually don't know. And a result of this, you're less confident in yourself and you feel like you're not good enough. Even though you're probably an expert, this happens to me all the time. I've been doing women's empowerment since... Oh my goodness, like 2016. And now in 2022, I still have thoughts of, well, who am I? What am, what am I doing? I don't know anything. But the reality is I know so much and can help so many people, but our brains just like to trick us, to keep us safe. So the next thing you can do for yourself to help you to overcome your limiting beliefs 
is to talk to yourself as though you were your own child. This is huge for your mindset. So the next time you hear your brain saying that you suck or that you're unworthy, that you're not good enough, that you deserve that, just notice it and override that thought with something positive, something that shows you the love and care that you would give to a child. I love this. I literally did this to myself today before I started recording this. I'm so sleepy and I have a really full calendar for this whole week. And part of me just wanted to go and watch TV instead of recording this. And my brain started (laughs) going crazy about all the reasons why I should just go and watch TV. And I caught it and I paused and I said to myself, I was like, Janelle, you are amazing. You are doing so, so well. And you can do this. You know that you want to do this. You are so good at this. Just just go and do it. You know it'll make you feel good afterwards. And here I am, probably halfway through recording this week's podcast episode. The way we talk to ourselves matters. So if you struggle with the concept of talking to yourself like a child or, you know, like your own child, you could talk to yourself from the perspective of your best friend. So if your best friend was going through the things that you're going through or said out loud the things that you're thinking inside your head, what would you say back to her? Because I bet you that if your bestie told you that she wasn't good enough, you would turn around to her and you'll be like, STFU, (laughs) shut up, (laughs) with some colorful language in there. You are so good enough. You are more than good enough. This was meant for you. You can try and talk to yourself like that. Another thing is affirming positive thoughts and beliefs about yourself. You can do this even if you don't believe them yet. It's a really, really great place to start to help you to consciously overcome your limiting beliefs. Inside the Girls Get United membership program that I used to run, we had a tool called the Thought Ladder. Now, this is when you take a negative thought or a limiting belief and you neutralize it until it feels so true for you. And then you can step it up another level on the ladder to make it a positive experience because it's really hard to go from this belief of, I am not good enough, you know, or down and out on yourself to, I am more than enough in the matter of seconds and to actually kind of feel it and believe it. So I love the thought ladder because it gives you this process of, you know what, I'm not quite there yet, but I can be here. So an example of using the thought ladder to neutralize a negative or a limiting belief is going from, I'm not good enough to, yeah, I'm enough or yeah, I'm there. And just kind of tell yourself something that neutralizes it, cancels it out. But not going so far to make it extremely positive that you just go, like you know that that's a lie, that that's BS because you don't believe it yet. So you can take it one level at a time and you can affirm this to yourself as much as you can until it becomes more natural. And once it becomes natural for you, that's when you step it up that next level and you go, uh, you know, I'm enough or yeah, I'm there through to I'm more than enough. And you can say it and believe it with conviction right? It's a process. Allow yourself that time. The next thing we can do to overcome our limiting beliefs 
is to stop comparing ourselves to others for any reason. If we have a belief that we're not good enough and then we see somebody else doing something that we really, really want to do and we compare ourselves to them, right in that moment we are affirming for ourselves mentally that we are not good enough because they are doing it and we are not. So you can catch yourself when you compare your life to somebody else's and remind yourself that you're only ever seeing a glimpse You don't actually know the full picture and that somebody else doing something you really want to do is great, great proof that you can do it too. And how awesome is that? The next thing you can do is leave the past behind. And remind yourself that even though you made some mistakes in the past or that you know you could have done things better or done things differently, that it doesn't stop you from being a good person in the future. It doesn't stop you from being worthy now. Because living in the past is just affirming out of that limiting belief that we are not good enough. And it's usually because we're replaying scenes from the past in our mind. I used to do this all the time. When I was in my last relationship, because I cared so much about what that person thought of me, anything he said, I believed it and I listened to it and I would replay it over and over and over in my mind. And so when he would tell me, that I was embarrassing when we were drinking last night or that I embarrassed him by what I said to his friends and da-da-da-da-da. I thought about that for so long and I replayed it in my head all the time and I tried to think about all of the things I could have done differently. But what can you do? It is in the past and it is doing nothing but hurting your mental well-being. So don't do it. And here is my second to last thing that you can do to overcome your limiting beliefs. This one might be really hard for you, but I encourage you to do it, to give it a go. And that is to take out a piece of paper and to list down all of your strengths. Now, these can be anything. Are you amazing at tying shoelaces? Are you really good at cooking one specific meal are you good at listening like any kind of strength that you have write it down because when you're having those moments of not being enough when those limiting beliefs are coming in you can look at that piece of paper and know actually there's 20 30 40 50 things on here that I'm really skilled at and I know I'm good at that and for me to be good at that that must mean that I am enough I'm good enough And I'm even more than good enough. I just love it. This is just making me feel so good sharing these tips with you. Can you imagine how good you, my beautiful friend, are going to feel when you apply these into your life? Oh, so juicy. Now, the last thing that you can do is now that you're aware of your strengths, you can be grateful for them. Just like you can be grateful for anything in your life. Gratitude is one of those things that's kind of, oh, just be grateful. And everyone's always like talking about 
gratitude and you know it's kind of something that because we hear it all the time we might roll our eyes and think yeah I know but not do anything about it but when we are grateful for the skills that we have and show gratitude towards ourselves it makes our experience even more rewarding It helps us to see that we really are enough now as we are because we are grateful for what we have and who we are in this moment. So there you have it, beautiful lady. That is seven ways you can overcome your limiting belief of not being good enough. Now, there are obviously more than what I listed here today, but these are just some good ones to be aware of, some things that helped me the most. And like I said earlier, this is a really conscious level thing. If you have this limiting belief that is really deep rooted within you, you're honestly going to benefit so much from diving into that subconscious part of your mind and working on it to rewrite that limiting belief because there's only so much you can do consciously to actually um, move forward. You know, you really do need to actually do the work to pause, to go inwards and to go to the, the core of your belief, whatever that is, and to work there. So you can do that through the help of a coach. Um, they, if they use NLP, just like what I do, they can use specific exercises to replace the negative beliefs and feelings with positive ones on a real cellular level. So that is deep in your core. And one Once the exercise is done, it's so crazy, you will feel either really neutral about it or you'll feel really confused and you'll feel confused because, hey, that feeling that I used to have, it's not the same anymore. And just a few moments before it was so strong and now it's, it's, it's kind of meh. And that is good. That means that the work is, oh, it is working for you. So if you would like to kickstart your journey to overcoming your deepest limiting beliefs, the things that are really holding you back, those things that you might not be so conscious of, but you know there is something there. There is something you really want to do in life, but for some reason, for the life of you, you just can't do it and you need some help. See the description below and book in a time to chat with me for a 100% complimentary discovery call. And what we will do is we will see exactly what it is that you are trying to achieve, how you're being held back from that, and how you and I could possibly work together to help you to overcome these things that are holding you back. Now, working with a coach seriously helps you to accelerate your growth and your results rather than just doing it alone. And also when you hire a coach, they are on your team. They are your number one cheerleader wanting nothing more than success for you and your dreams. So for me, investing in myself through having a coach is by far one of the most valuable things that I've ever done in my life and that I will continue to do. If you listened to episode 23 with our guest Crystal Lee, she 
is and has been my coach. I go to her. I pay her to help me overcome the blocks that I am feeling, to help me see the things that I cannot see. And it is worth every single cent because I am so much further along in my journey and in my mission on this earth than what I would have been if I just tried to go it alone. So like I said to you today, I've shared some amazing things with you, some awesome free value for you to go and consciously start thinking of and implementing in your life now. But if you really want to go deeper to hit these limiting beliefs on that cellular level to rewrite it, I would love to help you. Check out the link in the description below, book a call with me, and we will chat further about it. I really am looking forward to talking with you soon. Um, But for everybody else who's sweet and sorted on their journey, thank you so much for listening to episode 30. I will catch you back here next week for episode 31 where I am sharing an epic communication tool that will help you to reframe your negative thoughts about a person or a situation. This is an awesome, powerful, powerful tool that you don't want to miss out on. Have an epic week, beautiful, and I'll talk to you soon.